You are listening to the Speaker Springboard Podcast with your host, Alfred Poor. Welcome to the Speaker Springboard Podcast, where corporate leaders, business executives, and other good public speakers come to become great speakers. Every week, you'll hear about practical tips and valuable resources that will help you get your message across, whether it's on stage or online. And I'm thrilled to welcome my friend and very talented colleague, Libby Gill, as my guest this week. An executive coach, a leadership expert, and an award-winning author, Libby guides leaders across the globe to inspire purpose and to drive performance. She's been an executive coach and leadership consultant for 20 years, and her clients include Bank of America, Capital One, Disney, Ernst & Young, Honda, Intel, Microsoft, and Viacom, among many others. She's the award-winning author of six books, including her latest book titled Leadership Reckoning. And I reckon that you're going to hear a lot of great content from her today. So welcome, Libby. Thanks, Alfred. I'm happy to be here. Great. All right. Well, let's get to the questions. So first of all, who's your ideal client? Okay, this will sound funny and not what people usually say, but my ideal client is a smart senior level woman or an enlightened man. They can be executives. They can also be entrepreneurs. Everybody needs to craft a message for one purpose or another and to get it out to the world. And so crafting your message, is, is that the big problem that you help people solve? No, I wouldn't say that's it. That's part of it. But I think it's, it's really about helping people get to the next level, identifying what that is and a path forward. So what are some of the typical symptoms that people experience when they've, they've got this problem? Well, people come to me as a coach saying things like, I'm stuck. I've been in this job for a long time. I've seen other people bypass me and I'm not getting ahead or I don't know what I want to do next. I've been doing this a long time and I want to make a change. Sometimes it comes out as a lack of focus or sometimes it's simply they need someone who's been there, who's had that experience ahead of them to guide them to get. I've got smart people I work with. They would get there on their own. It might take them two to five years and I can really shorten that growth curve for them. I'm in the same place where some of the things I have to offer, again, you can figure it out, but why bother when somebody else has already made the mistakes, has already figured out what yeah. works? Why not? You find somebody who's been there and follow them. Take, exactly. take advantage of their experience and, and let them make the mistakes for you. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So what are some of the common mistakes that people make when they have this stuck problem? Well, I think for, I think it, it varies. It comes in all, sort of lots of different flavors, but one is that they think they've got to go it alone. And that goes back to the find somebody who's been there, follow along or get their direct guidance because they assume that it's either going to be too expensive or they don't know, they don't know you well enough, or they just, uh, they're not sure. They don't know what they don't know. So often it's the idea that they, they're not sure how to get it done or what comes next. Sometimes it's a lack of confidence. It's this sense of, oh, I'm not ready for that, or I can't do that, or it's, it's all the, I'm too old, I'm too young, I don't have the right certification. It's all of those things. So people put a lot of roadblocks in front of themselves. And some are internal, the, the, all those mindset issues that you got to clear out and be realistic about who you are, where you are, what you're capable of. 
And other times there are truly external obstacles we've got to deal with. We certainly had to deal with COVID. You've got to deal with geographic, climate, uh, financial, all of those things. And you mentioned women executives. I mean, I'd love to say there's no glass ceiling anymore, but there is. you just look at the numbers. It's clear that a lot of people, groups, women included, do face challenges just by the nature of being who they are. And look at how many of them left during the workforce and may never return. Over two million, nearly two and a half million people. The she-session, as they're calling it, with people just leaving because they, the lack of flexibility and support, they just couldn't handle it all. And also there's that imposter syndrome. You were talking about lack of confidence. Who am I to think that I could do that job? Why would anybody let me do that? Yeah, right. They're going to figure it out. They're going to find me out. I see. I sort of view imposter syndrome a little differently. I think if you're feeling it, it's because you're stretching. You're doing something new. Good for you to feel a little imposter syndrome. That just means you're growing and trying something, taking a risk. So well done. My favorite poster child for imposter syndrome is Michael Caine the movie star. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Because apparently he has, well, he's now retired apparently, but he has that in spades. And the reason he worked so much was because he was convinced that every part he got was going to be his last. The last one. Exactly. Or you hear about people like Barbara Streisand who have severe stage fright. I mean, everybody's got their thing and you can either choose to sh- let that shut you down or you can go forward anyway. Excellent. If there's one tip that people could implement right now that you th- could help them get unstuck, could help them move forward. What's the one thing that you would suggest for them? Find your people. Find a coach, whether that's a professional coach or a buddy who will will help you. Find a group. Find some kind of support. Find your own accountability buddy. When I changed jobs, left the corporate world and moved into coaching. And I started by consulting on the Dr. Phil show. And every day I was like, whoa, this is all new. And a friend of mine was in a similar position of a new job. We checked in at 8 a.m. in the morning every day. And I had no idea that until much later that there was a thing called an accountability partner. But you need somebody to give you the support and to give you either the pat on the back or the kick in the rear end to keep you moving towards your path. It just amps up your courage, and uh, it keeps you on on the straight and narrow of getting done what you said you would do. I've certainly used, I shouldn't say used, I have leaned heavily on accountability buddies over the years and mentors. And I find just the simple act of saying, okay, by next week, I'm going to do this. Well, you know, you're going to have to come back next week and say, well, yeah, I didn't get it done. A hundred percent. It makes a huge difference. And you mentioned that I'd written, I've written all nonfiction books. And in my now I'm at the stage where I can have some fun. I've got more time, especially being off the road. And I've started my first novel. I'm now on revision number eight. And I know, and this is a passion project. I don't have to do it. Nobody's out there waiting for it. But I have a fiction group. And there's no way I'll show up to our meeting without new pages. And so, and that keeps me going. Just the fact that I've got to show up and read. It's, it's the secret of life. If everybody did it, we, otherwise, left to your own devices, are you going to do everything you'd want to do or you think about doing? Not very many people will. No, that's so true. I mean, it's a whole lot easier to come up with reasons why you didn't do something <laughs> than it is to get the thing done. Well, that's why they say writers have the cleanest houses. Like I'd much rather clean my office than actually sit down and write. But yeah, it really helps you. And knowing other people like the confidence that are they're in the same boat, that they're dealing with the same issues. And you can say, oh, you, you struggle with that? Well, 
okay, then I'm going to let some of that go. We see other people and what they go through, and we always think we're just the only one that's dealing with that issue. Wow. Yep. It's all so true. So do you have one valuable free resource that we can direct people to that, that might help them with, with this? I do. I've got all kinds of stuff on my website under the resources page, and people can go and take whatever they want. But I've got something. What's the address for the website? It's LibbyGill.com okay. um, forward slash resources. You can't okay. miss it. And there's all sorts of downloads there. But one I'd like to offer that I think that the people that, that come to you, Alfred, and really want to play a bigger game and jump in with real action, I have, for all the reasons we were talking about, accountability and support, during COVID, I started a writer's group, and I've written in just about every genre. I mean, I've been a professional writer since the beginning of my career. Um, and so I started this writing sprint where we show up 90 minutes a week Every Thursday morning, you show up with your project, a new one, something in work, and we work. And it's dedicated. It, I would say it's sacred time. And, uh, and I jump into breakouts and give people notes and feedback and cheer them on. And I want to invite anybody that wants to sit in and not just passively watching us, but bring a project. And I will jump in that breakout room and give you notes and feedback on it. Sales copy or web copy or a book or whatever they were working on. Whoa. That's such an amazing, generous offer. Thank you so much for that. That's, that's great. So how would they join in on this? They can just email me directly at Libby at LibbyGill.com and put writing group or writing sprint in the subject line. And I will send you back some dates and a link and just find out when you want to join us. And you just show up ready to work. I mean, you know, Alfred, you and I both like those people that are ready to jump in with both feet. So Come on and get some feedback for free. Nothing to lose. That's awesome. Okay, so a little time left. I always ask this, what's the one question that I didn't ask that I should have? Ah, well, we could go on. You and I can go on talking all day. But one question, and I ask people, what sort of symbol or word or mantra is their go-to when they feel stuck or under pressure or tense? And I have a little little folk toy called a Daruma that sits on my desk and he is the god of perseverance. And that is my, when I'm like confidence or energy is, is waning, I just look at that guy and he's a little roly-poly thing. If you knock him over, he bounces back up because of course you can't get him down. Yeah. But I think it's really powerful when people have either their saying, their mantra, their sort of go-to that gets them back into action and energy. So think about what that is for you. I've, I've had people, everything from a lotus flower to a Buddha to a leaping tiger. I mean, whatever makes you think, ah, I can go the next step. That's awesome. That, that is terrific. As expected, Livy, thank you so much for just wonderful content. I'm sure this is going to be very helpful to lots and lots of people. And I really appreciate your taking the time to share all this with us. Oh, Alfred, it was my absolute honor to be here. Wonderful. Thanks. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening. If you or your team would like to improve the impact of your online presentations, be sure to attend the free monthly demonstration of the Speaker Springboard system. For details, go to www.speakerspringboard.com demonstration. Hope to see you there.